I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Welcome to Inside Sources. Uh, this is Amy Donaldson, and I am alongside my friend Steve Handy. Hello, Amy. Boy, is it so great to be back here with you again today. Uh, it's been raining like crazy outside as we've been prepping for the show, but it's going to be hot, hot, hot in here. It is, and uh, we encourage you to become involved in the right. conversation with us. You can uh, call the KSL Radio comment line, 801-575-7668, or you can text us on the Utah Community Credit Union text line, that is 57500. 57500. So text us. Um, we're going to start uh, uh, with, uh, I was, I'm all wet. I was out in the rain this morning uh, walking um, out at the healing fields out in Sandy. Um, an amazing, uh, if you haven't seen it, it's out it's sort of near Sandy City Hall. It's called the Promenade. I never have seen it. But you really, describe it. I mean, it's, a, it's every, a flag planted for every victim of the September 11th attacks. Oh, my. Um, so that's 2,997 individuals who lost their lives on this day um, 19 years ago. And, um, 18. I think it, well, it's 18. Is it 18? Eight, so the, and this is because this is the 18th year they've done it. And I, okay. Oh, so I well, thought there you it go. Was, yeah. Go. Okay. It was 2001. Uh, September 11, 2001 was the attack. And, um, but I'm in a veterans group, Team Red, White, and Blue, and we, we carry a flag with everybody's name on it around this amazing um uh, the healing fields that uh, San- that a uh, colonial flag um, they um, spearhead this and um, uh, we're going to talk to someone from Colonial Flag, John Hartvigson. Um, he's on the line with us. I know John. Hello, do you John. Know John? You, yes, I do. John, can you hear me? Yes. Hi. Hey, thank you so I much sure for joining can. us. So you can tell us how many years you've been doing. Is this the 18th year you've done this? Well, it's the 18th year. The the um uh, attack was in 2001, mm-hmm. and the first one was done on the first anniversary. Okay. And, and that was actually kind of interesting. Uh, uh, Paul Swenson, our founder, mm-hmm. um, he was looking at uh, news reports about 10 days before the first anniversary, and he said, you know, nobody is really doing something that really honors these folks appropriately. Mm-hmm. And so he envisioned a field of flags one flag for each victim, and uh, he pulled it off in 10 days. And every year since, that display has gone up on the panorama just south of the uh, Sandy uh, City Hall. And, yeah, if you haven't seen it, I mean, it it just takes your breath away. Every I'll, bet, year I'll bet it is stunning. John, how, this is Steve. How, how long will that be displayed? How long will that be up? 
Well, it's been up since uh, last uh, Saturday, oh, okay. and it'll be up until tom- tomorrow night. We'll take it down. Um, but uh, it's it's you know, I, I as you know me, I'm I'm really big on flags, but uh, <laughs> this is just something that you have to see to really appreciate. Well, I and and that's one of the things I I am um, team red, white, and blue. And- We've been walking around this healing fields, which I'd been to the healing fields once before. And again, I encourage you to go. It's free. And the thing that's really, um, I guess, impactful and, um, and, and sobering is to walk through those flags and read the names oh, of every victim. And now they have, um, uh, they put up uh, flags for uh, the animals, the search animals that were lost. There were four search dogs that went from Utah to uh, ground zero to search for victims and to help in the rescue efforts and recovery efforts. And they all have flags out there. And, and the thing is you can buy these flags. And if you buy one of these flags yeah. and it's very reasonable, um, I buy one every year and donate it to a veteran that I know. And I would just, you well, buy, buy it and you can um, support this effort. Right. You, you uh, sponsor the flag and, you know, each flag has a tag uh, naming an individual and we have actually 3,300 flags. 3,000 are in the main display there on mm-hmm. the panorama. Uh, but then on the other side of the street, <laughs> yeah, it's... there's my KSL app. Um, mm-hmm. But the, uh, uh, the other side of the street, we have uh, 300 flags to recognize the military from Utah mm-hmm. and then first responders in Utah who have died since 9-11. So it's it's uh, an opportunity to remind everyone so that, you know, those of us who are older can be reminded and remember and those who are too young uh, can learn about it. Yeah. I mean, I I met a, a gentleman. I was out there um, with actually a, 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 someone running for city council out in Sandy um, and they we, a gen, we were taking a picture with the flag that has all the victims of, of September 11th attacks. And we met a gentleman and his little granddaughter. She was three. And um, he, he, he didn't know this, uh, you know, what this was until he saw it on the news. And I, I guess I take for granted that people know about it because it's been going on for 18 years. But, um, you know, it's, it's an, an amazing experience just to walk through the flags. If you want to carry a flag, I'm sure some of the my veteran buddies would love to. Uh, share the burden of and and the honor of carrying the flag. If you want to go out there, um, they have a little booth set up. There's a place to buy um, a flag. You can buy it and donate to someone if you don't need a flag, or you can just buy one um, and honor somebody. And I I just think it's an amazing effort. I am so grateful that Paul had the vision and that um, and I guess the stamina because it's a lot of work to put this up every year and to yeah and. I should mention this is done through the Colonial Flag Foundation mm-hmm. uh, for uh, the uh, charity arm of the company. Actually, the company is is our big supporter, but it's a separate foundation that was set up to do this, not only in Utah at the original official healing field, but all over the country. Mm-hmm. We'll we'll do uh, over sixty events this year. We do sixty events every year, so from coast to coast and from border to border. There are communities that do this not only for 9-11, but for uh, Veterans Day and Memorial Day. Mm-hmm. But always, th- these are not displays to show military might. Yeah, These are displays to honor those 
who by their service have honored the flag. I agree. You know, uh, it, it's so important, I think, in our lives, and particularly as we as we move farther and farther away from the actual occurrence of this, that we have have symbols that teach us things. Because I was listening to, to a competing radio station on the way in this morning, and they were having people call in who were born after 9-11, and they have no knowledge of it except what they've read in the history books and, and seen things. So, But to, to, to go there and have this visual remembrance, can you see it from the freeway going north, north and south? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just east of the freeway, and okay. so you can look up there. It's, a, it's, it's between the freeway and State Street at 100 okay. South. Gotcha. So it's 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 easy to find. You can't miss it. And I want to mention say, tonight what you guys are doing tonight, though. Tonight, if people want to come to the to the program, it's at seven o'clock tonight. You guys have put together an amazing program. Um, Jesse, oh, absolutely, going to sing the national it, anthem. Jenny Taylor it, it, is going to lead yeah, everyone it, in the Pledge of Allegiance. Yeah, it's at seven o'clock, and uh, the weather's supposed to be getting better for us, and so we're. We're sure that uh, we'll have a good one. People should, you know, come with appropriate rain gear just in case, but I think we'll be okay. And it's an amazing program, and it ends with a ceremony that every year I it just um, mm-hmm. I just um, uh, my eyes are watering. It's just so moving. But well, it's just yeah. a reminder. It's something you don't think about every single day. We take so much for granted right. in our lives and in this country, and it's a reminder that. All the things we enjoy are not free, and that there are people willing to make sacrifices for us every single day. And and, and just well, a one, moment to, to recognize that, I one think. One thing is, I saw today that really touched me is uh, uh, an individual said, you know, I don't miss, I don't want 9-11, that type of an attack, to happen again. But I miss the unity we had the next day. Mm-hmm. And I think, I think that's really true there, that... Uh, these terrible situations remind us of everything we have in common, all of our mm-hmm. shared goals and aspirations, and that, that we're all Americans. Well, yes. thank you, John, for everything yeah. you're doing. Yes, Terrific. and tell everybody there, give everyone our thanks, and um, please, if you are listening to this, try to make it out to the program tonight at 7. Try to support this effort by p- buying a flag or making a donation to the foundation. Um, and thank you very much for coming on with us this morning. We really appreciate it. Well, thank you for having me. I've enjoyed it. Thank you. All right, and I'll see you tonight. (laughs) I'm going back out. Rain or shine, I'll be there. Um, You're listening to Inside Sources on KSL with Amy Donaldson and Steve Handy. Come right back, and we'll tell you, uh, we'll have an interview with one of the veterans who's benefiting from this effort. I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new Season 3, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. On KSL News Radio. Welcome back to Inside Sources. I am your guest host, Amy Donaldson. And co-hosting, I'm Steve Handy with Amy today. We're back, and we've taken over the ship, haven't we? We, we are. We, uh, Let's not sink it. <laughs> That's the goal. Let's not sink it. I have faith in us. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have faith in us. Um, I am, We're going to continue our conversation about um, the September 
11th um, sort of commemoration that happens out at Sandy City Hall uh, on the Sandy City Promenade, um, the 18th annual Utah Healing Field that um, the Colonial Flag Foundation, um, uh, you know, I guess they put it out. They put all these flags out for us to remind us and to uh, to allow Mm -hmm. us to commemorate, um, you know, people that we should never forget. I mean, we probably shouldn't do we should do it more than once a year, but. At least you know they tremendous did. effort, but but like I was yeah. saying in the in this previous segment, I mean the the uh, the power of a visual. Oh. There's nothing like the power of a visual. Yeah, I mean you know three thousand. That's a lot of people, and then you look at that, and it's just it really hits you in your gut. It's an amazing experience, and I really encourage everyone to go out there. Um, there is also a charity component to this. So when you purchase a flag, it um, goes to help. Um, fund this effort, but it also benefits um, a different charity every year. And this year, that charity is um, Honor 365. And we have Ninzel Rasmussen, who is one of the co-founders. She's on the air with us. Uh, can you hear me, Ninzel? I can. This is yes. It's Ninzel Rasmussen. Ninzel. Yes. We were yes, just debating that. Thank you. Yeah. yeah, that's okay. Um, um, I'm I'm the founder and executive director for Honor 365. Okay, and you have somebody with you. you I do. Who I have with me is actually Son Swenson. She's with Colonial Flag uh, Foundation, so she's here with me as well. Okay. Well, tell us just how you guys got involved in the healing field. So how we got involved is we were contacted by the Colonial Flag Foundation and uh, asked to come forward and uh, give information about our nonprofit, Honor 365, and uh, we were selected out of uh, those that were uh, coming forward to have interest in doing something like this here at the field, the healing field. And so we were selected, and here we are today and have been since uh, September 6th getting set up. And, and through the 7th through the 12th, we've been out here at the field every day here in Sandy uh, supporting the efforts of the Colonial Flag Foundation. Incredible service. Wow. Will you tell us what a little bit about Honor 365? So Honor 365 is an uh, organization that provides resource and referral to veterans and first responders as well as their families. And in addition to that, we hold cause-driven events to raise funds for mental health for veterans, first responders, and their families. Okay. Awesome. And you guys are going to... You're going to have a little bit, uh, you'll have a part in the program tonight where you talk about some of the um, the heroes that you're honoring tonight, right? We do. So the most important part to, to this this evening at, at the program that's at 7 o'clock tonight is that we're honoring uh, six of our local Utah heroes, which include Colonel Robert Adams, Sergeant First Class Elliot Robbins, Officer David Romrell, Master Police Officer Joseph Shinners, Major Brent Taylor, and Fire Marshal Brian Thatcher. Those six individuals will be honored this evening. We have their widows and one father that will be here this evening uh, with their families uh, to experience uh, the Remembering the One program that we offer. And uh, that program is specifically to honor veterans and first responders 365 days a year. And it's part of our Remembering the One program that we do uh, consistently all the time, not just here in Utah, but in other uh, cities and states as well. Um, as you were reading those names, I mean, I, I got a little choked up. And I um, I wonder why, I mean, what, what it's like for these families to be remembered. Because mm-hmm. that is one aspect of this that the world might forget the sacrifice your loved one made. What is it mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. to have this moment for them? 
I think, and hopefully, the, the whole purpose of the Remembering the One program is for them to know that uh, the world at large has not forgotten them and will not forget them. And uh, not only that, but the hope is that the widows, uh, the, the parents, the children, um, all family members, that they'll be able to find peace and solace and healing here at the healing field in conjunction with our Remembering the One program that we, we do through Honor 365. Nine, so th- uh, just a, qu- a question. I know uh, One of the names there that was very prominent, of course, is Major Mayor Brent Taylor. I, I know his, his widow, Jenny. Yes. Uh, mm-hmm. Just very quickly, the other five, just one, one couple of words on who the other five are that we're on. So the tonight. other five, uh, Sergeant First Class Elliot Robbins passed away in July 2019 this year. Uh, he died as a result. He's a Green Beret medic and uh, he passed away in Afghanistan uh, just this summer. Uh, Officer David Romrell, he is part of the South Salt Lake Police Department. And uh, he passed away uh, during a, an event that happened while he was on duty. Oh, that's right. Um, that's right. And then we have Master Police Officer Joseph Shinners in Utah County, who, again, also passed away while in the line of duty. Right. Uh, and, of course, Major Brent Taylor, as you are aware of, as the mayor. Colonel Robert Adams, uh, he passed away earlier this, this past year and uh, had been a... A colonel, but also had been a retired airline pilot, had been instrumental within his own community up in Davis County, was uh, very active in um, the farming community and has been a, a great individual that we got to know as a result of attending his funeral services, um, which was um, sombering and so humbling to, to get to know him through his family. And then Fire Marshal Brian Thatcher. Oh, right. He, yeah. He was the uh, he was the fire marshal for the Draper Fire Department and it killed uh, in California no. fighting the wire. No, 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 no. That was right, that was firefighter. Uh, that was the battalion uh, chief uh, Matt Burtett okay, that was right. honored last Thank year. You. But uh, Fire Marshal Brian Thatcher had passed away from um, from some medical complications last year. And we felt that it was important to honor him. Um, as part of the Draper Fire Department. So one of the things that's happening this evening is the Sandy Fire Department and the Draper Fire Department will have their ladders at the uh, top of the field in front of the Sandy City Hall uh, displaying the flag in, in uh, honor of, of um, well, Draper Fire Department for, for, uh, for the Fire Marshal Brian Thatcher. Actually, it's one of the things I really love about what you do is um, we all kind of focus on um, people killed in the line of duty or, you know, who kill, mm-hmm. killed in action. And they're people who give a lifetime of service. And that the toll and the weight of that is something that we don't mm-hmm. often discuss. And Ought we don't remember to. Yeah. Absolutely. And that we don't always honor in the same way. And I loved looking at that list and knowing who those people were. I th- I, th- I just thank you so much for doing that and the way you guys do it. Um, and then of I course. also just want to know, how do we support the foundation? I know you have... Is it is it Sean or Son? Yes, <laughs> yes, Son. Yeah. How do you? Well, how do we help you? How do we support this? Well, uh, you can come to the the fields anytime between now and uh, tomorrow evening at five thirty. We're going to start breaking it down and and sponsor a flag here or make a donation, or you can go online to healingfield.org forward slash Utah and sponsor a flag there or make a donation. 
and the proceeds go to uh, Honor 365 and those um, valiant efforts that they're doing to support those that serve our country and our communities on a daily basis to protect us. And, and uh, you know, I, I grew up in a very patriotic family and was taught that even though, you know, we couldn't go over to battle, you earn your appreciation, you know, make it worthy to a uh, valiant effort to support those that do go off to battle. And this is kind of a continuation I'm able to do through this work is to, you know, get back to the community and help these wonderful service people, you know, and what an honor to be able to do this. And so I, I hope that, you know, by doing these displays and, and so forth, that we encourage others to support. And this is just a way to, um, you know, channel that passion and, and so forth to motivate people to, to help out people like 365. Congratulations. Yeah. And and I I think that's a really important point. There are a lot of ways to be a patriot. There are a lot of ways to serve. And we don't all do them the same way. And I just thank you so much for what you guys are doing and and for the sacrifices you've made so that we can come out there and enjoy this. I mean, and I have to say, I'm a little bit biased. The sunset out there is second to none. It's amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So thank you so much for joining us. And thank you for all the efforts out there. All the best tonight. All the best. Well, thank you so much for having us. We so appreciate you recognizing all of our efforts that we do here, but most importantly, recognizing those that have served and sacrificed for our country. We greatly appreciate that. Thank you so much. Thank you. Uh, We're going to take a little break, and uh, we're going to have some interesting, interesting discussions Steve and I have lined up for you, including an interview with presidential candidate Joe Walsh, who uh, is going to challenge President Trump for the Republican nomination? Uh, you're listening to Inside Sources on KSL News Radio. A gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, You need to give us your phone and Get ready, because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts.